Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, it's really helpful to have folks that are not only moms, but they are where you are in your journey and they can relate to what you're experiencing now. And then moms that have older kids that can talk about what they did when they were where you are. So yes, making mom friends is so helpful so that we can learn from one another and just share in the experiences because it does take a village. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Terry here from Cultivating Her Space. Are you tired of working hard for your money? Do you want your business to run smoothly when you're out of office? If you want to learn how to automate your business cash flow and increase your impact and influence, join me for my free workshop at brandwithterry.com. Again, that's brandwithterry.com. My name is spelled T-E-R-R-I. Hope to see you there, lady. Our quote of the day, the most beautiful discovery true friends make is that they can grow separately without growing apart. And that quote comes to us from Elizabeth Foley. T. I personally like resonate with that quote as I think about my friendships over the decades. I can't believe I'm saying decades, but yes, over I the know, decades. Right? Like it's beautiful that yes. I've had friends that long, right? And so I resonate with that quote. But what about you? Honestly, I do, Dom. I I feel like I'm still processing it. So I'd love to hear what you think first. And then I'll like 
take in what you're sharing and think about my own experience simultaneously. It's beautiful. I love the quote. I read it before we started, but after hearing you say it, I was just like, oh, it was like this new vibe to it after you read it. So what about you, Dom? I think about some of my longest friendships. Like, I mean, the longest one is with my best friend. We have, well, shit. We have been friends 30 years. What? 30 years we have been friends. So we, we have been through a lot in terms of like growing separately. Y'all been through life together. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We've been friends since elementary school. And so when I think of that friendship and then I think of friends that I have had since middle school and high school and graduate school, because now I've been out of graduate school for over well over a decade. So now those friends from graduate school and college, you know, like we have grown separately. So like grown in different directions in life, but we are still friends. Right. And so I think about those friendships and to me, that's the beauty of true friends. Right. Now I will say the word true friends almost makes it feel like the people who were friends at different stages that aren't friends anymore. It makes it almost kind of diminish. Right. So Mm. I do want to be clear that the friends that I've had in different stages that I honestly can't recall any like bad blood, you know, between those folks that I might not talk to now, but they were friends during that a particular stage. Right. And so I think what this quote really means to me is that I would maybe change the word true to maybe lifelong friends, right? Or forever friendships is that those are the friends that have seen you through various stages, various changes. And in a lot of cases these days, distance. And y'all are still friends. I love that distinction. And I think you are so right because I mean, even if there's bad blood or even if you aren't friends with certain people, you know, there's a reason and season, right? Some people are in our lives for a season and I'm sure there are experiences that helped us grow. So that's what I was thinking about when you shared that. But dang, 30 years, that's so dope. It's crazy how as time goes on, you count the years that you've been in the friendship game with certain people. And you're like, dang, we've been friends for that long, right? It's just crazy how time flies. But I'm with you. I think that this quote is definitely powerful. And I believe that you could definitely grow separately without growing apart. And I feel like people don't talk enough about that. So whether you choose a different career path or you're just doing something different in life, like you can still be on those journeys of growth and still keep each other in the forefront of your personal relationships. So yeah, good quote, Dom, good quote. Well, I think also, as I was thinking about this quote, I really thought that it truly resonated around what we're talking about today, right? Of, And I know this is something that you are currently kind of experiencing, right? Just when you become a new mom, yeah, what happens to the dynamics of your friendships, right? So I think we should just <laughs> dive right in. Like, let's just, let's let's just go in. there, right? I'll say, Dom, I've been on the other side of this for so long where I have been childless 
right? So no kids. And I have friends that have had babies. And I noticed there's a shift in our communication, especially my best friend, because we, at one point we would talk all the time and then, you know, she'd have the kids. And I'm not going to lie. There have definitely been times, you know, she has two little ones now where I really wanted to talk to her, but she's like, oh, I got to do this. And I got to, you know, put the baby to sleep and all that. And there was definitely a thought of like, damn, she's like never available. And now having experienced it, it's like, oh, damn, I get it. It's okay. crazy. The world of motherhood okay. is crazy. It's so bizarre. <laughs> and there's so much going on. But no, it, it gives you a lot more empathy and understanding when you are on the other side. And you're like, oh, I can only imagine what this person is dealing with, with this new transition. So, yeah. Yes, I think you're spot on with that, right? Like I I think about too, for on my end, I am the person who I don't have any kids. And so I have seen multiple friends at various stages in my life, like adulthood, have kids. And I think when I reflect on those experiences, I think that my stage in life also impacted how I engaged as the friend, right? What do you mean by that, your stage in life? So when I think about when my best friend had her daughter, who is one of my godchildren, we were in our late 20s. And I was able to show up for her because that's my best friend, right? Like that's, I showed up. But I think the transition was harder because one, I didn't live in the same city as she did. Mm -hmm. And two, I was literally just finishing graduate school and where I was for myself in life was in a different space. So I was single, just finishing graduate school, just so transitioning into career, moving to a new city. Like, so there was a lot of adjustments that were happening on my end that when I reflect back, I know that I showed up in the best way that myself could at that time. But if I was who I am now back then, I could see where there may have been other ways in which I may have shown up or had different understanding and approaches to what was happening for her. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, because I also think like I think now about like one of my friends, you know, who had a baby a couple of years or a year ago. Right. And then I think about you and how we are making adjustments around the podcast. Right. And I think that because I've had those previous experiences. And then I'm also at a different level of maturity and growth in life in general. Yes. There's a different level of understanding and expectation that I show up with, right? Let's just dive into that right now. So, lady, thank you for saying that, Dom, and I appreciate you so much. So, today, Dom and I are doing some bulk recording for the... Oh, I hear my baby downstairs. See? Oh, crap. Okay, she's coming soon. Okay, let's hurry up and get more of this recorded, and then we'll probably have to hop off and do this again. And let's keep this in there to our engineer. Let's keep this in there, because this is real life. Talking about being a new mom. Dom. So we are recording bulk episodes today and we started in the morning or in the early afternoon because I thought my baby would be quiet in the morning, but she wasn't. So I had her on, what is that thing called? That Now you're asking me. That's the part okay, I don't know. Okay, I don't know okay. those technical my terms. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a not a swaddle, but I had her on my chest in one of those mommy wraps and she was cool. 
And then throughout the episode we were recording, she woke up and she was hungry. And so I ended up breastfeeding her while Dom and I were recording. I had to mute myself and go on and off because then she wanted to eat loudly. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And Dom was so patient. And I can imagine if you didn't have that experience before, you might be like, girl, why are you doing all this? Why we're trying to record, get that baby in order. Like, da-da-da. But you know, kids be running stuff. And you were so compassionate. And even with our scheduling, you you opened up today and you were like, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Text me when she's sleeping, when you're able to, and we can just hop on. And I felt so much support from you because I was able to do that. And so I think I would have felt really bad before if someone didn't understand or if they responded in a certain way. So yes, girl, the adjustment is real. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. And I think for me, I'm able to support again, because like I said, like I've been there already. Right. And so I'm able to show up because I've had the experience. And so I think about what it's like for you to be a new mom and have the experience of being on the other side, right? So you've kind of had the space of both. You're in, you know, you've had that space of being in both positions. And so how do you think your interactions or expectations from your friends have shifted? And I know it's still early, but how do you think some of that has shifted based on your experience of being on both sides? I don't know if that's clear. I feel like it was kind of convoluted. No, that was so clear. And I'm with you. Can you hear the baby crying in the background? She's like, I don't screaming. actually. No? Oh. Okay, good. I think she's about to come up to feed and I can feel my breast tingling. Lady, this is what it is. I can feel them tingling. They're ready to give her some food. So anyway, girl, I have a lot more empathy for sure. I don't see how people work when they have a newborn. Like this is just, this is so interesting. It's beautiful. I'm so grateful. And I've been waiting for this for so long, but I'm being real about the challenges. It's real, y'all. Right. And so I would say being compassionate. I mean, if my friends could bail on me last minute and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like I, I have literally no expectation because I know that kids really do be running shit. Like they really do run our lives in a lot of ways. And so having the compassion for sure. And then I would say that, yeah, just like not really having a lot of expectations of people with kids because I know that it's so unpredictable. Even for me, we had a friend that had a baby recently. And for me, Dom, I think another thing that changed is I say no way more than I did before. And not just like, oh, I'm using my baby as an excuse, but like, I don't have the bandwidth. One, I don't have the bandwidth for a lot of bullshit right now. Right. I don't have the bandwidth to not be true to myself. So there are a lot of times where I feel a certain way or I need something and I'm very vocal about it, which shifted a lot from pre-baby and me just kind of developing as a woman because historically I was a bit more timid and didn't really speak up, but I've grown into that. And now with the baby, it's just like, life is moving fast. Shit got to get done. Like I need to be upfront. Like this is what I need. This is what it is, you know? And so I think, did that answer the question that you asked? Because I feel like my mind just went on a whole, yeah. Yes, it did. And I think that your experience is similar to the experiences that I've heard from other friends, right? Who have said, being a mom has shifted how they show up, right? Mm -hmm. That, yes, like you said, like that level of patience is just, or level of tolerance for bullshit is just not there because you are now caring for someone else, right? You've got someone else's life in your hands. And that is a huge responsibility, right? So 
you know, we talked about like what that looks like, like the adjustments that we've made to recording. But before we dive into our tips, right? I want to also talk about other examples that where the dynamic can shift and ways in which we may have have navigated that, right? So like the example that you, you know, when you were sharing earlier about one of your friends having two kids and like trying to talk to them on the phone and the kids are in the background, right? I could imagine that, let me not say I can imagine because I've, I've been <laughs> there. Um, let me just be real. I've been there because I have been that person on the other end of the phone where mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk to my friend and they've got kids in the background. And the yes. kids are vying for their attention. And it seems like kids tend to just have this radar. They know when you're on the phone and you're trying to have an important conversation. And then they, they're like, nah, I, I don't know what you thought you were doing, but you're about to pay attention to me. And so then the kids are trying to get your attention. And, you know, I find myself at times, you know, in those moments thinking about one, like, what is the context in which I'm showing up in this conversation, right? So is it that I'm needing, I'm sharing something with my friend that I need them to listen to, or I'm wanting them to listen to and provide support? Or are they sharing something where they're trying to get my support, right? Either way, more than likely, if it's a situation where one of us is needing support from the other person and their kids are in the background, What tends to happen, at least in my experience, as I've gotten older, is that one of us will say, hey, let's talk about this another time. Like now might not be the best time. Let's have this conversation later. But I think back to like maybe like my 20s where I didn't have that full understanding or appreciation And I can remember feeling impatient, you know, like, well, we're trying to have a conversation here. Like these kids are in the background and this is interfering. Right. Wait, did you have one of them fuck them kids moment? (laughs) 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 Yes, there have been those moments. Right. And then but then I also think about where the mom has had that moment, right? Where they are like, I need some quality adult interaction. So fuck them kids. Let them kids, let them kids yell and scream in the background. Like they're going to figure it out. I need some adult interaction right now. Okay. And kudos to parents out there who can adjust to hearing their child scream. Terry, I don't know if you're there yet, but parents get to that space where they might hear their child scream and they can tell the difference between the cries and like, what's a cry for food? What's a cry for sleep? What's a cry for pain? What's the cry for? I just want attention. And being able to tune out some of the crying to get a task done. 
And I do want to be clear. I'm not talking about like neglect, like the parents are like completely ignoring the child. All right. But like for that moment, they're like, okay, here's when we need to meet up in two days. All right. I'll call you later. And so for that moment, when they're trying to navigate this one task, they can tune out the child so that they can navigate this task, complete this task so that they can then tend to the child. That sounds amazing. I ain't there yet. No, every cry is like, what's happening? What's going on? No, (laughs) but at this point in the game, it's mostly food or discomfort. But yeah, it's real, girl. I'm glad that you pointed that out because I've definitely been at that point too, where you hear someone's kids in the background and you're like, you know, you're on the phone, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to act, I don't know, like you understand, but just like, get them badass kids out of here. You're just kind of impatient or sometimes, you you know, people even judge the parent a bit, but kids, they have a mind of their own. Like I remember hearing people say before they had kids, oh, my kid's not going to do X, Y, Z. And I know from having siblings and raising them, I'm like, oh no, kids, they'll come up in this, they'll come up in this piece and they will run the show. Okay. You're not about to tell them what? So I'm, I'm humble. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, child, can you please do this? Like I get that they literally are their own people. So yeah, good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Was there another question or something that you were going to dive into, Dom? Yeah. So I, I'm curious also around how your time for friends has changed, right? Because I think about like, okay, so now like what your schedule was like pre-baby and what your schedule is like now. And I know, you know, we're still early in the game. And it will continue to change over time. But for right now, because you are a new mom, what are some of the changes that you've noticed in terms of your time to connect with friends? All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned to get those promo codes and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Lady. As you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone, not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories, and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, You'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. What I love most about Black Stories, Black Truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and Our Favorite Rich Auntie. 
And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, at this point, I am breastfeeding on demand. And so I'm up at really odd hours a night. So sometimes I'll get back to people super late or sometimes just like won't respond to messages because it's just so busy. I think there is no real scheduled time. Like a lot of things that I might try to schedule, I'm just like, Hey, can you work with me? Can we just do it whenever? Can I just text you and let you know, like, hey, I'm free right now and can that work? And a lot of the people that I am friends with, they already have kids, so they get it. So I can only imagine being a new mom and then people not being supportive because they don't get it. That has to be tough. But I am one of the later folks as far as people having kids in my group. So, you know, people typically understand and they're empathetic and like, oh, okay, it's fine, girl. But I'm like days late on a text message. I did have someone that had a birthday recently. And they text me like, hey, you forgot my birthday. I hope everything's fine. I'm like, I literally just gave birth to a human being. And like, I I hear you, but it, it was on my calendar. And I, you know what, charge yeah. it to my head, not my heart. But, but I didn't think about your birthday. I'm trying to keep this keep human this being alive, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it, it's a friend that has kids too. So I was kind of looking at them a little like sideways. Like, I'm going to need you to understand like, happy birthday, but. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so I think for me, it's definitely time is limited because it really is about putting the baby first in everything that I do. And so my priorities are very different. It's like self-care because I got to fill my cup up, you know, in order to be my best for my child. So self-care and then the baby. Yeah, girl, that's about it. (laughs) Well, I think that that leads us right into our tips. And our first tip is about flexibility, right? And it's flexibility on both sides, right? So flexibility for the new mom, flexibility for the friends. So recognizing that sometimes when I think about, we're going back to our recording, right? That we are being flexible around baby, that You know, I, yeah, we said early on before baby arrived that when we started recording again, that I would block out a day so that we could be flexible and navigate around baby's schedule, right? And what that also looks like is that sometimes for friends that mom may need to bring the baby or babies 
on an outing. But sometimes the friend or mom may need adult only time. So kid free time. I think the key there in that flexibility is really just about checking in with one another around what each person needs. So flexibility is key. I just wanted to ask or kind of pose this question, you know, what if you have a friend that does not understand? They don't have kids. I'm like, girl, I'm living my best life. I'm about to go out and party. And you bring the kids to an event or something at some point, And they're just like annoyed and visibly upset. I think if it's a friend that you really value, I think sending them content or information about what it's like for a new parent could be helpful. Just like a quick YouTube video or a quick article. And like, girl, I know my life has changed a lot and you may not understand. Let me see this quick video so you can get a glimpse into my reality. Because once someone understands or experiences it, it's a very different world, you know, pre-baby right. for many right. folks. So good, I, good one there. I, but I think it goes to like what you're saying goes into that checking in, right? Mm-hmm. So if the kid-free friend is attending an event and ask new mom to come along, so that would be an opportunity for either the friend to say to new mom, hey, I'm inviting you to this event, but it's an adults-only affair. Or I would like for you, you know, I'm inviting you to this event and I would like for you to show up without the kids if possible, mm-hmm. you know, or on mom's end, mom saying, hey, I'm sorry, I can't make it to this event. I know this thing is important to you, but unfortunately, I can't make it. If I can't bring the kids, I can't make it. And both parties willing to understand, like you said, understand the other person's perspective, like the friend understanding that the children are going to come first. And then Mm -hmm. the mom understanding that the friend doesn't have kids and has a different life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I love the second tip, which is make mom friends. OMG. Having a community and people, I was literally just messaging some mom friends today, like, is it normal for the baby to cry all the time? I want to eat all the time and do this and do that and not sleep at odd hours of the night. So I think having a community and mom friends, people that understand you and can relate to where you are on your journey, especially moms that have newborns, that has been really helpful. And also like a black breastfeeding group and things like that, because it's really helpful to have folks that are not only moms, but they are where you are on your journey and they can relate to what you're experiencing now. And then moms that have older kids that can talk about what they did when they were where you are. So yes, making mom friends is so helpful so that we can learn from one another and just share in the experiences because it does take a village. (laughs) Yes, it does take a village. And I think for the child-free friend to recognize that mom needs that, right? That just like the child-free friend may need some other friends who don't have kids so they can do like adult-only things. Yeah. Mom needs friends who can relate to her specific experience. I do want to add on really quick, Dom. Use social spaces as well, like virtual spaces. I mean, use those virtual spaces because they're, you know, I don't have a huge community in real life. But let me tell you, a quick Facebook group, you can really cultivate a community there or even different apps that I found where like you submit questions anonymously. That has been so supportive 
not having a huge community on the ground per se. So yes, if you're in a space and you're like, well, girl, I don't have a lot of friends or I don't have my friend, girl, go online and find you a community and, you know, join the ones that vibe with who you are and your, your spirit. That is the beauty of technology. I love it because that was not the case 10, 15 years ago. So that is beautiful that that exists. So then our final tip is know your limits. So for new moms and moms in general, you are not able to do all of the things that you used to do. Right. You aren't able to take those vacations to the adults only resort multiple times a year. Right. You aren't able to go to brunch every Saturday. There are things that now that you have a child, you're not able to do or do to the same extent. And so give yourself time to. One, to grieve that if that is, if that's what's coming up for you. So acknowledge whatever feelings are coming up for you around that. I mean, for some moms, it may be relief, right? It may be like, I wasn't really about that life anyway, but I was doing it because I was single. And, and so now, now that I've got a baby, that brings me so much relief that I don't have to do that anymore. Right. But for others, that may be, I'm having a shift in my identity. And it's hard for me to do this. And so just acknowledging what those feelings are coming up and giving yourself space to accept and be with those feelings, right? And then from there, being realistic with yourself and others about your capacity. So, you know, I think about, you know, Terry, the thing that you, you know, that you were talking about earlier about you don't know you, you all don't have a schedule yet because baby dictates the schedule, right? And so that means that your capacity is going to be limited. And that's okay. But it's about letting folks know that, hey, I don't have that same capacity. I'm not responding to emails the way I used to. I'm not able to attend every meeting, every conference, every birthday celebration. Like I'm not, I don't have that capacity. But expressing that you don't have that capacity, right? And then if you're the friend, you can offer to help. Know your capacity and identify ways within your capacity that you may be able to help your new mom friend out. Um, I love it. You hit the nail on the head. The baby is getting a little fussy. So I think we should hop into the after show where, we're, where we don't have to edit out too much of her talking. So let's go ahead and hop on over to Patreon. Lady, if you visit herspacepodcast.com and click on Patreon, Wisdom Wednesday with Terry, you can tune into the after show with us so we can dive a bit deeper into this conversation. And just to recap, our three tips are flexibility, make mom friends, and know your limits. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit cultivatingherspace.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random.
Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website, cultivatingherspace.com, and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am doing the best I can with the understanding, knowledge, and awareness I have at this moment. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.